Wind was blowing in the eyes of Edwin. He wasn't inside a home, wasn't tucked away from the force that seemed to immobilize his human form. Poor Edwin. Why was he here, suspended from what most of us knew, family or friends? A place of safety from the hell that Earth became in January. He had memories of moments, the moments most share, when parents protected and wind was not so severe, and he was safely tucked away in bed, covered by a quilt. But those memories did not warm him in this moment, as he was isolated and iced. Thoughts raged within the pressing walls of his mind. Why was he suffering so? Why had he not connected earlier to secure safe harbor from the winter? Was it the violent thoughts that plagued him and kept him from peace? Yes. A fury of sound waves that caused convulsions. That is what kept him removed. And though he had been offered assistance to deal with the screaming surrender to waves he could not control, he walked away. He took his coat, his will, and wandered out into a January city. For a day or two, the city was warmed and thaw. The days were pleasant enough that he could stroll and sit and wait for moments of silence and an inner surge of peace and evenings of quiet when he could tuck away beneath a bench and sleep for a moment here and another there. But this current front that fell from northern hell had brutal effect on flesh that was not meant to be engaged in raw exchange with external elements as these. But all he could do was sit, covered by his coat, head tucked inside, until she came. As a snow angel, white and smiling, he wasn't sure if he saw what he saw, or if perhaps it was an image from a voice that wasn't his. As she stepped next to him, then reached out her hand, he simply shook his head, no, and mumbled, stay away, because I seem to be broken. I like broken. I am afraid I've been down here so long that I'm not sure I'll be able to stand. Well, here, let me help you. She extended her arms toward him. He took her hands, then arms, then up he stood from frozen cement. There, not so broken. Maybe. I live around the corner. If you like, you're welcome to come inside, drink something warm and heat up. Heat? Yes, please come. But you don't know me. I know you need and I have no problem with offering what I have. Ah, she was a snow angel, and he allowed the voices to scream their disagreement with his decision to rise up and go with her, but did not listen to their discourse and followed her, to building door, to heated hallway, into her home, into her home. She brought him to her sofa, took his coat, covered him with a dark red blanket, and sat him down, wrapped up to his neck. He watched her move as if she were a dancer within the room, to kitchen, to heat cocoa, to secure food, and present him with the feast. From iced walk to secured safety, he sat and sipped, he ate 
as tears slipped from his eyes. She sat as well and sipped as well. And instead of prying into why or who he was, she talked of her family in another city, her parents who taught children, her brother who accidentally left them by an act of collision. And how he so reminded her of him. And when she saw him iced as he was, she only thought to offer him warmth. And he was warmed and felt flesh and limbs agile again. They laughed at comedic diversion, listened to music, told stories of commonality. Then instead of sending him on his way, she simply brought a pillow and more blankets and allowed him her home for at least the evening. Covered and cared for, he fell soundly asleep. She went to her bedroom door, looked back at Edwin, then removed her arm. She didn't much need it while she slept, and she knew he would find comfort with it there, on his chest, over his heart. She kissed his forehead, then went off to her bedroom for a night's repose. He woke, felt the arm over his chest, and smiled. How kind she was, he thought. What would dawn bring, he didn't know, but was now willing to find out here, away from a world that once had been isolated and iced, to now one that warmed and welcomed him.